From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplug Roundtable Discussion for the week of February 8th, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Max Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi. In this segment, John and Kevin are going to give us their review of the Pop Century Food Court. Interesting, uh, interesting review. I like uh, that you're looking at some of these places. And uh, tell me what you thought. We uh, we thought that uh, we're going to start doing some more food court type of stuff, and uh, that was a good place for us to start. Plus, it was raining. <laughs> I didn't want to tell the real truth. We were going to go to Animal <laughs> Kingdom, and it started to rain. Okay? So we went to Bob Central. <laughs> you ruin everything. Sad <laughs> truth. He blurts out there. The it was yeah. raining. So we changed our plans, and we went to Pop Century, and... One of the things about Pop Century is that it's um, one of these ones that have multiple bays. You can go and you can get multiple selections. And we went in and we thought, this is pretty cool. They've got an Italian section where you can get meatballs, and then we got an Asian section and the normal burgers and stuff. So we wanted to see if we could get something from, not from every station, but we can get some different choices so that we could tell people what was good and what was not good. I don't want people to think we're giant pigs and we normally order this much food. So um, I went to the burger station because I wanted to do my usual compare the burger. Well, we walked around and scoped everything right. out first. And you were there for lunch? Late um, lunch. Late lunch, early dinner. It yeah. was actually turned into our dinner last night. Uh, the Italian section just looked sad. It was Chef Boyardee all the way. It just, none of thing about it was appealing. And the Asian section was Asian and nachos, which was an odd Yeah, they put choice. weird things together. So, go ahead. One of the things that is also interesting about this food court is there's a um, separate drink frozen food area. So you can go into this little area, they call it the market, and you can get anything from sushi to ice cream to beer. Fruit. Fruit stuff. and stuff. So it's got, I think it's got a lot of choices. So we went in, and I decided I was going to get the burger to compare it to other burgers. And on the same uh, area, they had uh, Philly cheesesteak wraps. That sounded good. So I got one of those. Your choice the of cheeseburger was $8.79, and the cheesesteak wrap was eight ninety nine. also. And with each of them, you have a choice of French fries or pasta salad. So with one, I got French fries, and the other, I got pasta salad. Now, the pasta salad is made with whole wheat pasta and virtually no dressing. It was dry, tasteless. What was with the pasta? It was a pasta salad, so it was like an eighth of a cup of like... So like the little fr- little cup you would get a child's French like, fry in kind of yep, a thing. Right, like macaroni, little uh, mm-hmm. elbow macaronis with... Whole wheat elbow macaronis. Supposedly okay. some dressing on it. it was very. Flavorous. Was there like any chopped up vegetables or no, not really. nothing? It was just pasta and mm-hmm. mayonnaise or what? No, more of an Italian flavored dressing. Okay. Dry, dry. Think dry. You got to work hard to, with that whole wheat pasta to make it. Yeah, it's what not we easy like. To, right. Cause yeah, exactly. I bought it thinking, hmm, how healthy? It's chewy. It's yeah. It's it's got some more. So I get up to the I get up to the 
placed the order and placed my order, and I'm looking around and I haven't made my decision yet. And there's a person in front of me, and the, the cast member says, can I help you? And I said, I'm still deciding. And the whole time I'm watching, there's one burger already made sitting in the heat lamp thing, tray. And the cook behind, the line cook behind the thing is behind the wall is making three new ones. So I'm thinking, I'm sitting there, and what else do I want to get? And I decide on the cheesesteak. So my turn comes up, and I said, I'd like a burger. Well, he goes and he reaches for the one that's in the heat lamp. So I said, okay. I don't normally do this when we do reviews. I take what we get, but I thought, I don't want the one that was sitting there all day. So he's like, can I have one of the fresh ones? Absolutely, you can have one of the fresh ones. Now, John said all day. The Pop Century food court is enormous. And I'm going to guess there were 15 people there. Yeah, it was virtually Seriously? Empty. No, I've been empty. in there when it's absolutely packed. Yeah, when it's packed. like crazy. Okay, this was 4.15-ish? Yeah. Okay, so people were still out and about. Probably. They hadn't yeah, come back in yet. A little too late for lunch, a little too early for dinner. Okay. Right? I mean, so when he says, I didn't want the one that was sitting there all day. And it must have been sitting there since lunch. I mean, that's... It was, it was empty. Right. Right. So she... The person made me the, the hamburger. It was a hamburger with a bacon, and I took it, and we paid, and we went out. It was so bad. No, get to mine first. All right. So John said to me, you go order what you want. And as I said, we had walked around and scoped things out. And when he went in, he said to me, oh, that's interesting. They have something called a Reuben flatbread. So it's all the stuff you would Sounds fi- good. Well, right? It's all the stuff you would find in a, in a Reuben sandwich, corned beef, Swiss cheese, uh, sauerkraut. sauerkraut, and some Russian dressing. So I said, all right, I'll get that. And we'll sort of compare. Well, the lady said to me, oh, sir, do you realize that's going to take six minutes? <gasps> and I thought, oh, my okay, gosh, that's OK. I'm willing to wait. She said, are you going to stand here and wait? I said, well, do you want me to stand somewhere else? <laughs> I, I'll stand wherever you think is appropriate. She said, well, no, I mean, well, you're going to have to get out of the way in case somebody else comes. Get out of the way? <laughs> the place uh-huh. is empty. And I thought, do you see anybody else? He's over at the next station, and it's John and I in this enormous food court. And I said, well, I tell you what. If you get in the weeds, I'll move out of the way. So let's just go with that. Yeah. So while I was standing there, they also had something called – sitting in the, the case in front of me, they've taken an enormous roll. I'm talking literally 12 inches across. And they made a roast beef sandwich called the Beef and Blue which was uh, roast beef with a blue cheese dressing on a ciabatta bread. And it was, again, served with homemade chips or pasta salad. So I thought, I'm going to try that. That looks appealing. One of the things I thought was interesting about this food court was, the, for the most part, they had a lot of their food on display. And I thought it looked good. Like that flatbread looked really good. Like mm-hmm. that beef and blue looked very good. So I was that kind of made it more appetizing so we had four entrees also at the little pod where i was they had olive tapenade for 2.99 or hummus so john loves olives so i thought i'll get an olive tapenade now usually when you're served a dip like that you get chips with it well the chips were another two dollars the olive tapenade was 2.99 and if you wanted chips they were two extra bucks so I thought, all right, we're getting chips with the beef and blue sandwich, homemade potato chips. Mm-hmm. So we don't need extra chips. So we get all of this together. And now we did buy a refillable mug. And how much was the refillable mug? $15. $15. 
So, how much was the total bill? The total bill was seventy five. Was was sixty eight, but we had decided we were also going to try something for dessert. Oh, did you get the tie dyed? No, I didn't get there yet. No. So we're but so you but you ordered a lot of food. This is not a normal <laughs> right. Normally, however, what two people would buy. However, for a family of four. I think we ordered appropriately. It was seventy five dollars. Is you came back and said it's seventy five bucks. That's about right, I think. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. seventy five. Right. Okay. That's with the mug, though. With the mug. So sixty bucks. Right. Which not only am I having the mug, mug refilled, I'm also going to like Chick fil A. So we get our stuff. We go back to the table. We sit down, and I try the hamburger, and the hamburger is awful. I mean, it's just terrible. And- Dry. Tasteless. The bun was stale. And this is where my call to action is. I, I keep hearing people apologize for Disney. Well, this is the same price you would play at Six Flags. Well, this is the same price you would play at a county fair. Well, this is the same price you would pay. Well, I'm sorry. If you're willing to pay for subpar food, then you deserve what you get. If it's bad, hand it back to them. Tell them you want a refund or ask them to recook it. And tell them, I'm not eating crap. And that's what this hamburger was. This hamburger should not have been served. The bun was stale. The bacon was greasy and limp and cold. And the hamburger was cooked to within an inch of its life. It was sawdust at this point. And it was 10 bucks. And you got chewy pasta salad. John wouldn't let me do it, but I, was, I would have taken it back and said, listen, this is not... This is not edible. You know what? You know, and I know that you don't do that because I ask you not to. But go ahead and start, and let's let's see when we when we send it back how they handle it. I, I think everybody should. If you are given these burnt little gnarly chicken nuggets for your kid, and that I understand, I understand. I don't want to get into the discussion again that this is all my kid will eat. I understand, but if you're given something that you wouldn't put in your mouth. Don't offer it to the kid. And we Hand check. it back to them and tell them, recook this and make it look decent. I'm paying six bucks for it. I should get six bucks worth of food. Now, I did ask. We did not order kid's meal this time, but I did ask. It's the same chicken nuggets. Same you get nuggets, four yeah. of them, and you get french fries get on the side. You get a little cup of fries. For yeah. $5.49. Moving ahead, the, the Reuben flatbread was better in theory than it was in reality. It was, it was all right. And if that was the flavor you were looking for, you might have enjoyed it. I didn't think it was all that special. Again, it was ten bucks, but or nine bucks. Excuse me. How big me. was it? Two I'm people could serve. Two yeah, people could. I split think two it. people could. If split you were going to do it as an appetizer, yes, yeah. it's your whole meal. You could eat a whole one yourself. Yeah. I'm going to guess five by seven. Uh, the the steak wrap. It was a flour tortilla with um, steakums. And grilled onions. And a piece of cheese inside. Right. So it was freezer frying food that you would It was good. You know how when you do a wrap and you get those ends that are all bread and doughy? Mm -hmm. So you can't eat all the way to the end. So it's like, it's a weird concept to put a a steakums in a a tortilla. The winner through all of this was the beef and blue sandwich. The focaccia bread was tasty. It had rosemary and spices or um, herbs on top of it. There was a great deal of roast beef inside it, and it was a. I thought it was going to be actual blue cheese. It was more like a blue cheese mayonnaise dressing. Mm-hmm. So, if you're not one of those people who likes blue cheese, I did see that they had other options. However, they would have to make you something special because this is made as a giant sandwich, and then you get a piece of it. That's like um, the land. 
their sandwiches are like that. It's like a giant sandwich, and you cut it into. This was fresh. The meat was fresh and moist. Everything about it was good, and the homemade chips were good. Now the two ninety nine olive tapenade was the best thing we ate. Really, it was it was delicious. However, yeah. I don't think that was made in house. This was sort of prepackaged. In a little plastic container, I believe that that, the hummus and the pasta yeah, salad were all brought in, in from someplace yeah. else. Um, but it was very good. We it was it. good. I apologize. Uh, from now on, I'm not accepting inferior food anymore. And I'm not suggesting that I expect this to be a California grill experience. I understand the difference between a counter service restaurant and a sit-down restaurant. And I understand the difference between a counter service restaurant and a signature restaurant. But that hamburger, that roll was stale. That should not have been no, served. No, absolutely not. That that burger was dried out. It's going back the next time, and they're either giving me my money back or they're cooking me a decent burger. And I think everybody should do the same thing. Stop accepting crap and stop see, apologizing for Disney for serving you crap. See, that's I'm okay with that, doing that, and I have done that. But last week when you were at American Adventure – and you said that you threw your food away and went on. Most families can't afford to do that. No, absolutely not. You no, can't well, throw your food away. And, and, and you know something? We know that. But as Pete said, it's always been report on your experience. Right. Don't right. try to oh, alter the experience. Right. I understand. In any way. I understand. I understand. And you're right. You shouldn't. No. You, you, know, you no should take should. it back. You should right. take it back and say, this is Listen, not what I thought. This is nasty. Whatever. No, don't, don't apologize. This isn't good. This is poorly prepared, and you should be ashamed to serve this to me. I either want a freshly cooked one, or I want my money back, and I can go 100 yards in either direction and find something better. And, Fix if, that, it. and if that starts happening more, right. they will start addressing the issue. Because they'll lose and money. If, you know something? And if your kid's chicken nuggets are burnt, gnarly pieces of chicken mystery parts, then you should <laughs> hand them back to them and say, listen, my kid's not eating that. I want some that aren't burnt, aren't dry, and aren't gross. Can I wonder the uh, the chicken they serve to in the adult meal is okay? This is what this is what I don't understand. He showed me. I said, "What do you get in the kids' meal?" And he showed me the little kids' nuggets. And he said, yeah. "But in the adult meal, you get this, and you get eight pieces." And I think, why can't you make the kids just put four pieces of that in the kids? I mean, meal? could you walk up and say, "I want a kid's portion of that"? No, no, because that's. The better quality food. No, but if you hand it back to them and they end up throwing this food away, each little restaurant is its own little profit center. Yeah. And if they're throwing crap away, then someone's going to see that you're... I apologize for keep using the word crap. Someone's going (laughs) to see that, listen, something's wrong here. Because that waste is going to have to be accounted for. Everything at Disney is accounted for. And if you're being served inferior product and you insist that it's either fixed or you get a refund because you know they can't serve that to anybody else, they're going to have to mark that down as being sent back. And I think anybody who thinks that they're getting inferior food should do something about it. Teach Disney that you can't serve – I don't know what words to use instead – inferior food, garbage, then you you shouldn't – then they're going to have to do something about it. And I think any parent whose kid will only eat chicken fingers, you should be writing letters and telling them that that's not even really food. Okay. We decided that after this, actually while we're reading this, we decided I want to try their dessert. We first walk in, the first station you see is the dessert station. Yeah. And it looks really good. They've got waffle makers over there, and they've got a big tubs of ice cream, and 
And I thought, okay, I'm going to try their dessert. So I went back in and I got their apple... I don't know, an apple tart. It was a little piece of puff pastry with apple pie filling that they had pinched all around the edges. Oh, that's that's not even made there. I don't care where it's made. It was delicious. Right. Yeah, I had so that. So you got that? Harbor, Harbor House has that. Yeah. Harbor House and has that. And with a scoop of vanilla bean ice cream. And yeah, it's good. I love that it's little good. tart. It's a good little tart. So I got that. We got. I got a cappuccino. So I went over to the market area, and I got a container of sushi. I wanted to try the sushi. For dessert? Just as another thing to have in our arsenal of was what it, we tried. Uh, how many pieces? It was six pieces of a California roll, very similar to what you get at Publix. Okay. It looked like it was almost in the exact same container, little had the exact container. same kind of soy sauce with it. Wasabi, all that little all right, things all that you stuff get with, came it. with okay. it. Again, here's another $13 I spent. Whoa. On, on a dessert, on a cappuccino, which was oh, okay. awful, and on the sushi. The sushi was old. The sushi was not made recently. No. The rice was crispy. It dried out. It gotten all vinegary, and the, and the rice was hard. Really? The avocado was brown. Did you take it back? No. Again, Again. we've been asked, Pete has asked, that yeah. we not alter the review. Because once we start altering it, I, I, yeah, I could make it better. I could get my money back and throw a raging fit. And they might would make me better food, but then that's not a real review of what you're going to But that have. tells people what they need to do, though. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying now. Yeah. And I want to address the fact that you're right. Most families don't order the way we do. But the only way, because there's only two of us, the only way to get a sampling right. is to order more than we could possibly eat. And it's wasteful. It is wasteful, but we've paid for it. Oh, I understand. So, but I don't think anybody should spend forty bucks at the American Pavilion and throw your food away and then go buy food someplace else. If your food is subpar, and I'm pretty sure if you go to the American Pavilion, it's going to be, then it should go back to the American Pavilion. You should tell them why you want a refund, and then you should go someplace else and spend your money where you're going to get a fresh quality product. And yes, I've had fresh quality pot- products in Epcot. You can go to it. The Tangerine Cafe, you can go to the Japanese fast food restaurant. I understand there's an Italian fast uh, counter service that I haven't tried yet. Mm -hmm. You've said it was good. Other people have said it was good. Spend your money where you're going to get decent, fresh, good-tasting food. And stop accepting and apologizing for Disney's excuse for burgers and fries. No one should have to eat two-hour-old cold fries. Not when you're paying 10 bucks for a cheap burger and cheap fries. Yeah. That I can get at McDonald's for 3 bucks. And I don't think, I realize this sounds like we spent a lot of money. I don't think for a family of four, it would have been much less than what we paid. Considering that we got a drink, a refillable mug mm-hmm. that we shared. So we would have gotten a drink each and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And I realize that's a little bit more. Well, we, when we go out and Max usually isn't with us now because he's off on his own wandering through the parks or wherever, it usually ends up being the two girls and me and Kelvin. And it usually runs around between 50 and 60 bucks. Right. And that usually doesn't include dessert. But so it's you get used to spending that. You don't want to spend it, but you know it's going to happen. But like you said, when you're spending that, you want food that you can eat. Right. And for me, I'm going to avoid the places that I know of in past but you're experience. you're in the know. Right. Right. Know. Oh, right. right. That's why we're doing this, enough. to tell right. people. And when I, think about, you know, when I think about a food court, I think about those families who might not have another choice. 
I've been in the park all day. The kids are tired. They're hungry. We can't right. really yep. go now somewhere else because we're relying on You send somebody down and get that tray and get that food and take it back to your exactly. room. You eat there. And on the dining plan, and we stayed at Pop, and we were on the dining plan, and we were in there in the evening for our meal, picking out whatever it is we were supposed to get because right. you had to get all this food in the dining plan. And I won't say... It seemed like a value. It seemed like you got a lot because you're on the dining plan. But for the cost of food, I said to Kevin, I said, you know what? For the cost of food, the dining plan is actually worth it. Yeah. Because the cost of Disney food is so high that I could make, I could get more food at their pricing for more than it costs right. for the, for the and, and, dining plan. Now, see, my problem is not even the cost of the food. I've tried to explain to people before that I think if you're getting decent food there's a cost benefit analysis here there's what your perceived value is if you think the food you had was tasty and convenient and you enjoyed it then 60 bucks doesn't seem as bad yeah however if you've paid 60 bucks and you realize my roll is stale and my hamburger is dry and my french fries are old and my sushi has crust on it then all of a sudden your perceived value is that you just got ripped off. And yeah. I'm telling you, stop accepting being ripped off at Disney. Tell them. Tell them. But if you're in that food court and it's packed with people and they're all sitting there methodically eating their food at the end of a tired day, and you know a lot of them are thinking, Right, but I think that's this Kevin's is not, point. Is, you oh, know, I know. Start getting up and saying something. Get up and say something. I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And if you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, I'm so exhausted, I waited too long to eat, and I'm going to just sit here and eat the crap food, then I don't want, then I'm sorry, you don't have a right to complain. If you're just going to take but it. But I think a lot of people aren't going to complain. Well, then you're going to get crap food. There's also, I want to also point out something else, too. I think Disney deserves some credit, though, for what they're doing with these food courts. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's microwaves, mm-hmm. there's uh, a toaster. There are options for drinks in there other than just soda that you can put in your mug. So I think that they've they're trying to do more. They are. I was impressed that they had this selection. I didn't. I think was any, too. I didn't think anything was of any high quality, but I liked the. There's idea. a good selection. There's a very good selection. So I, I have to give them credit for doing that. I just wish they would take the next step forward and put quality food out. Right. I hear you. All right. Well, thank you very much, John and Kevin, for that. That will do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplug Roundtable. Thanks for listening, everyone, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes. And the damn food court. Damn food court.